Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. We have a great show for you folks and we are dedicating it to the wonderful comedian and actress Ann Mira who sadly passed away over the weekend. This talented entertainer gave us so many moments of laughter and joy on TV and in films. She will be greatly missed and We'd like to send our condolences out to her family and her many, many, many fans and friends. Now, our special guest today is rising star Leslie Lewis, who is here to talk about her key role in the movie With Child, which I was fortunate to see, and I just can't stop thinking about it. It's an indie gem of a film. And I wasn't surprised at all when I saw that it was nominated for Best World Showcase at this year's Soho Film Festival. Leslie's other movie credits include such films as Dead Broke, Almost in Love, The Better Man, and I love this title, Locked in a Garage Band. However, she is probably best known for creating and starring in Miracle in Rwanda, a one-woman live show that has been seen by over 10,000 theatergoers in six continents. This talented actress also played Dorothy Dandridge in another one-woman show at the National Black Theater in Harlem. Leslie's role in With Child is a difficult one. And it's it's her first appearance as a lead in a feature film. I just wanted to give you a little information about the movie. It's just the most touching story about a widowed construction worker who's trying to uh, rebuild his life as a single dad with a four-month-old darling baby while struggling with the romantic advances of his eccentric new boss named Petra Dell, played by Leslie. And we'll hear from Leslie right after I let everyone know that the chat is open. And I see we have people who are signing in. I'm so glad to see that uh, Gail Ford has signed in. And I believe that's the uh, wonderful publicist for With Child, uh, Gail Parento. And I want to thank Gail so much for making sure that I got a screener of this uh, terrific film. So... Let's bring Leslie on now. Thank you so much for taking time to be on our show, and welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters, Leslie. Betty Jo, thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that lovely introduction. Well, you're very welcome. I, uh, it's just so great to have you with us. And Hey, I understand you had an exciting time at the Soho Film Festival, I think it was last week. It was. Was that right? Yes, it was such a pleasure. Sybil Santiago was, is the festival director, and she and Jorge and Noel did such a great job of just making every all of the filmmakers feel so welcome. 
our film was shot in Canada, in Vancouver, when I was living there. And um, our filmmakers came from uh, the writer-director, my co-star, Carrie Vandergreen, the writer-director, Titus Heckel, and our um, cinematographer, uh, Vince, came from um, from Vancouver. And uh, and we were all just made so welcome, and uh, it was a great experience. It was our U.S. premiere, actually. So to get the audience response and, and to be taken so well care of by the festival, just it made us feel awesome. Oh, that must have been so much fun for you. I do enjoy the uh, attending film festivals. Uh, they're, they're always uh, a little bit of a hassle, but it's all... Uh, worth it, and uh, I wish I could have been there to kind of cheer on with child, and um, I was just wondering if we could take a, a few minutes before we we talk about the movie to get just a little bit of background information uh, from you about acting. When did you first become interested in acting as a career? Well, I was on Sesame Street when I was six years old, uh, apparently <laughs> when I was four, I said to my mother, I was watching television, and I said to her, I want to do that. I want to be there. And she found out that we were living in New York, and she found out for me, or just found out, and uh, put me on a wait list. And I guess six years later, I mean uh, two years later when I was six, um, I did seven episodes. And that was a fascinating experience. For example, uh, they had the best green room. I mean, I didn't know it was called a green room at the time, but the room that we waited in had the best toys I'd ever experienced in my entire life. Oh. Like just every wow. toy imaginable. And then the set was so, you know, it looked like, but it was very hot. I remember that the lights were hot. And I remember talking to this man who looked like the, a normal man, but then all of a sudden Big Bird's voice started coming out of his mouth. And that was quite an experience for a six-year-old. I didn't, I didn't understand that. But it was a lot of fun. I remember Bob swung me around on the set, and, and it was just a great, great experience. So that's how things started. And actually, I love that you, um, do, that you are dedicating the show to Ann Mira because I got to meet her when I was at UCLA um, oh. getting my master's in acting um, at the School of, of Theater, Film, and Television. She and her husband, Jerry Stiller, were at um, we, I, we were at a restaurant, and I saw them. And whenever I meet successful actors, I tend to ask them, what advice do you have for somebody who is coming up in this business? And what they told me was, stick with it. <laughs> Just stick with it. And that has proven to be good advice. Oh, I I think it, it is good advice, and she certainly stuck with it, didn't she? Absolutely. I mean, what a talent. I know, and I, I saw her first, her and Jerry Stiller, uh, back on uh, back in days of yore when the Ed Sullivan show was still on television, and I just loved the little bits that they did on that show. They were on the Ed Sullivan show 36 times. Oh, my and gosh. They were funny each time they they were funny and i just uh am so sad about about her passing but she certainly left us a lot of wonderful work that we can that we can still uh enjoy well Absolutely. that's interesting that you you did meet her and mm-hmm. that was the next question that i i was curious about were there any actors and actresses who particularly influenced you uh in into the acting field um, I would say that, of course, Meryl Streep, uh, just her ability to completely transform herself into uh, whatever character she's playing, like technically and emotionally, just was a complete inspiration to me. 
And now um, Helen Mirren is a huge inspiration. I just saw her in the audience on Broadway, and she just blew me away. Her ability to play Queen Elizabeth over the course of her entire queenship is astonishing. And uh, and it just inspired me. Also, I, so I got her book after the show, and in it she said something. She said that when she was 23, she was very... Um, very concerned about the world and she consulted a psychiatrist and that didn't work and then she consulted a psychic and she doesn't remember anything of what the psychic said except one thing which was you will be successful but your biggest successes will be after the age of 45 and she said that proved to be true and look at how she's 68 and she's on Broadway doing eight shows a week and uh, just killing it so that's very inspiring to me <laughs> that is true it's very interesting that you mentioned Helen Mirren because I think my husband paid the biggest, the most, uh, uh, the greatest compliment to about an actress ever when he said that he thought Queen Elizabeth I was born so that Helen Mirren could play her on television. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you know that we're Helen Mirren fans here, so those are those are two great uh, role models. And well, let's turn now to with child. I could hardly wait to talk about it because I did. I did. I absolutely loved it. And I do want to thank uh, our friend Nancy Lombardo. Of course, you know that that's where I heard about with child first, and and heard your great uh, conversation with uh, with Nancy. Uh, I think it was a few days ago, mm-hmm. uh, and Nancy sent me the trailer mm. that she played on her her show, and I want to play it because I think it starts out, uh, it could start our listeners having a little uh, better in understanding of the interactions between your uh, you and Carrie. How do you pronounce Carrie's last name? Vandergreen. And yes, um, Nancy was so kind and very gracious because I did that interview when I was on a plane in an airport in between um, takeoffs and, and landings. What do you call that? A layover. And she just rolled with the fact that there were an, an PA announcements in the background and she was just so kind to us, to me and Titus. Oh yes, it was a wonderful show. So I do encourage our listeners to um, to check out Nancy Lombardo's comedy concept show, especially the one where she where she did the uh, the interview with you and and uh, Titus on uh, comedy concepts. But I I want to play this because one of the uh, charms of this great movie is the way you and uh, I think the character's name was. Uh, Auden, I think I'm right on that. And uh, here he is, this uh, poor guy who's widowed. He's got this, he doesn't have a job. He's got this uh, four-month-old baby that he has to worry about. And uh, so uh, he finally comes in contact with uh, Petra Dell, the character that you play. Completely different type of person, but very Sort of uh, not um, not the usual run run of the mill <laughs> boss in a constru- doing construction. <laughs> and, uh, I think it just get, this shows the dialogue too. Titus, I think uh, Heckle wrote wrote it, and the dialogue they'll get to hear some of the dialogue here. So I can't wait to play it. So this is the trailer for With Child. Do you want to have sex with me? Have you ever even been in a relationship? A romantic relationship? Yes. With a consenting party? 
What do you think you're doing? Working. No one is going to let you bring a baby to work with you. You want me to hire a father-daughter team? Look, lady, it's not you, it's me, but it's quickly becoming you. I'm only paying one of you. Did your wife leave you or did she die? You say your sister-in-law is a judge. I didn't realize I had an arch nemesis. You know what you're doing is wrong. or something. She'll drink whatever, though. Thought you could use some mommy-daughter time. What's the hardest thing about being a father right now? You want to come over Friday night? Why? What's her deal? She doesn't get out much. I'm sad, and you're 30 years too horny. I love you. You realize we're not spies and this isn't the Cold War, right? That didn't end so well, huh? Can I kiss you goodbye? No. You can see why uh, why this relationship is so interesting and the interaction there. Now, you probably, uh, Leslie, didn't have anything to say about, or maybe you did because you were one of the producers on the movie, about uh, what went into the trailer. But how, how do you feel about that trailer? Oh, I think it's adorable. I think it's a good representation of the film. I think so, too. I, I really, really do. And I just... Uh, I love this movie so much, and sometimes I I can't say it in in prose. I know that film critics are supposed to write all of their reviews in prose, but every once in a while a, fo- a film comes along, and I, it just has to be a, uh, the poet inside of me comes out. And here's what I wrote about uh, with child: a baby girl left in his care, a job to find. It's hard to bear. Construction work looks very dim for baby needs to be with him. And who will hire him with this child? Surprise in store, a woman wild. Why would she want these two at work? Do dangers lie and evils lurk? With child makes us care deeply for dad and daughter plus much more. The boss may seem weird at first, but soon it's clear she wants what's right. Oh, weird at first sight, but soon it's clear she wants what's right. With child, move me with its big heart. It's worth a look like all great art. So I want to congratulate you and everybody associated with this with this film. And um, I, I hope Joe, that... That is uh, just amazing. It's so amazing that you felt inspired to review our, our film in, po- in prose. I mean, in poetry. Just wonderful. Well, I, I'm so glad that you that you like it and I love uh, it. Thank you. And I I just uh, know 
that um, whenever the film does get released, it will it will get many 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 fans. And I know we were talking before the show started about the possibility. Uh, no promises, but can you tell our listeners uh, what might be um, available to them uh, in the future? Well, we're we're just very blessed because of all the. You know, because of the the festival, we have um, we've received our second offer of distribution, and um, and uh, our we we are represented by Circus Road um, Pictures, and they are they're just doing a great job of representing the f- the film and helping us get the best distribution for it, so that more people you know the most possible people can see it. So it's in process, and um, hopefully, I mean, I, you know, I can't give any dates because we haven't signed anything yet, but it is in process. Well, I'm I'm going to be sending extra special good vibes uh, that uh, the process hurries uh, along because I'm telling as many people as I can, and I know Nancy Lombardo is doing that mm-hmm. the same thing. So your uh, blog talk radio is certainly supporting <laughs> with child, and oh, uh, we'll just keep our fingers crossed. Now, this role of Petra Dell, yes, what drew you to the to this role? <laughs> well, she's so unique. I mean, she's such a character. And um, the opportunity to play somebody who is so straight, intelligent, um, funny, unintentionally funny. Unintentionally Um, funny, right. (laughs) Yes, definitely. It was just, uh, you know, too delightful to pass up. The way it happened, um, Carrie and I were working together. He produced um, my one-woman show, Miracle in Rwanda, in Vancouver. He and I met at Unity Church, actually. And um, he... I told him, oh, no, no, he was, yes, I told him about my show, and he decided to produce it for Vancouver, the Vancouver Fringe Festival. And then he knew Titus, and Titus was writing this role for him, and he thought that I would be a good fit for Petra, which I teased him about, like, really? You did? <laughs> but <laughs> but he did. And so as soon as I read it, I, I just really liked the whole film. I liked the message as a whole. You know, our tagline is, what you choose now affects your past, and yeah. that just, you know, just in my personal life, I do believe that. I believe that we make choices in every moment, and that determines how we, how our past is experienced right now in the in the present moment. And so the whole thing worked for me. I thought Titus was brilliant, and um, his writing was brilliant. And then just the whole process of making the movie. Oh, and I decided to come on board as a producer because I've always been, I've always thought um, to find projects that are meaningful to me and to produce them as a way of kind of giving work for myself as an actress and um and so I did that and it has been a fun ride along with Shannon Braithwaite who is our um our producer in Vancouver and Vince Arvidson also came on board as a co-producer he's uh, the cinematographer and he um donated the use of his awesome cameras so it's it's just been a wonderful team along with um Edward Vilga here in New York who's an associate producer and who helped us with this whole project with getting a circus road and things like that. It's it's been an incredible incredible ride and it's only just beginning. Yes, you're right about that and I think that you it sounds like you really uh enjoyed participating in this uh, in this uh, project and in terms of the of the role, did you do anything special to prepare for that role or did you see things in the character that uh, you could identify with? Well, I definitely created backstory for myself about her, like who was her mother, who was her grandmother, what was it like. So, you know, there there are these stories, you know, I don't want to give away too much about um, 
because there's some plot points based around how she grew up, which is what led her to be such a special person. But um, she's very intelligent. And so the the director gave me um, Stephen Hawking's book, A Brief History of Time, um, and some other articles to read just so that I would have a familiarity with um, physics language and um, and scientific thought, and that was fun. Um, plus uh, some other influences that he suggested, um, not influences, but just the way um, Claire Danes is in Homeland was um, he wanted me to just take a look and see how she did that, how she's able to um, to play that character with a stoicism without it being block wooden. He also wanted to strip it of any kind of emotional affect so that everything was very clean and and clear and that was a really that was a fun process. Well, yes, she did have this this persona as you as you mentioned it it, it she she was clear. I mean, she just came out and said what, you know, <laughs> What she was thinking, no matter what the what the result would be or what anybody else would would think about, and, and right. definitely intelligent. And of course, her her occupation was a college was it a college professor? Yes, yes, she's a professor of physics. Um, a professor of physics. Yes, and what's interesting and that line that she says uh, she says to him, uh, "Did your wife leave you or did she die?" <laughs> Yes, you know people don't tend to just say that on first meeting, you know. But for her, it's a very, it's very clear that you know why is he here? Why does he have to bring his child? Obviously, he doesn't have childcare, but the child was just recently born because it's only a few months old. So, where is this mother? Obviously, she's gone, and I want to know why. Yes, (laughs) curious about that. That's true. Well, speaking of that uh, darling baby, where did? Where did you get that baby? Oh, did we not? Did, that Betty, that is the director's child. That is the director's daughter, Briar. And so oh my. his wife, Rochelle, was on, um, she was on set the entire time and wrangling the baby. And we followed all of the BC performers' rules for using a baby on set. And it was actually a you know a production issue because we're a low-budget film. Um, usually films have two babies, three babies, you know, triplets. And we just had one, mm-hmm. and so um, Titus was concerned. Everybody was concerned about what it would be like for her to be, you know, how how she would be, because we we don't have the luxury of getting, you know, fifty takes if she's not feeling it. But she was amazing. I mean, you know what her performance was like. Her performance, you know, she was oh. the perfect baby. But the truth is, once on the set, she was perfect, and off the set, like when she wasn't shooting, she was perfect. Meaning that she didn't cry in the for whatever. I mean, it's not like we did anything. She just knew to stay quiet and not, not knew. She just did everything. She was the perfect baby for this. And um, something else that that Titus uh, mentioned in another interview, and that I experienced on the set is that having a baby so close to the set, it just made everybody else. It, it made the whole. It it took the tension that can be in on a film set, it kind of took it out because we just had to relax because there's a baby nearby. You know, she kind of, she's like a, having Buddha on the set. So um, that was a nice side effect. Oh, and how photogenic can you get? I mean, that uh, just, I mean, <laughs> I just have uh, visions of that cute baby, you know, yeah, ever since. gorgeous. But, um, 
well, that's very, very interesting, and, and I'm so glad to know that the mom was there mm-hmm. all the time. And what uh, was your greatest challenge in this in doing this film? My greatest challenge was not emoting too much, meaning there are moments where I personally would have been more emotional or shown more emotion than she does. And so Mm -hmm. just holding back in that way was challenging to let it really be her and not me. Or, and when I say her, my kind of something that I've learned um, or something that, that I like a theory of acting is that it's being myself under, under imaginary circumstances. So being very truthful under imaginary circumstances, but in this instance the truthfulness is that someone raised the way she was raised and with her background that person would not react in the same way that I would so if I were raised in the same circumstances that she was raised in which is you know with mm-hmm. uh, raised by her grandmother raised by you know someone who was very meticulous with her mind um in, her grandmother was into physics um I I would not react emotionally when Say you know when Auden does something that I don't like, so that that was the biggest challenge I think to really allow myself to live her given circumstances rather than my own. You nailed it too, I, really. I mean that 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 was just uh, perfect, and you're explaining that about <coughs> about Petra's character too. Did um, you said that that it was the the tension was kind of relieved on the set and. And you've just uh, enjoyed working <laughs> on the project. What was the most satisfying thing about uh, about being in the in the movie and and playing Petra? Well, there's something really wonderful about making a movie with a group of people. We uh, had just a terrific cast and crew, and so every day coming to the set, it was like you know, hanging out with friends and making a movie. Like, there's nothing more fun than that. It's like, you know, we're all just doing this project together. And every department was so tight. Like, everybody was on top of it. Makeup, uh, wardrobe, um, set design. Like, everything was just, um, everybody was a professional doing their job. And so when people come together, and Titus creates an environment on his set, because I did another a short film with him as well, where it feels like, people who are good at what they're doing, collaborating together to make something that they believe in. And it just, that was what was wonderful about this. Everybody believed in the script and and did their roles well. So it was just a pure joy. And could you tell me a little bit about Kerry? Uh, I, I hadn't seen him before. Now, um, I did check to see some of the other films that, that uh, he was in. Uh, I know that Night of the Night at the Museum was uh, mentioned. But uh, tell yes. me what what you liked about uh, working with him. Oh, he's delightful. Carrie is a Neanderthal in uh, a Night at the Museum, which I think is very Oh, sweet. yes. Yeah, he's... Um, He's a wonderful, wonderful actor and also a director. And he um, he's just a, he's great to work with. You know, he's a great person. Personally, he and his wife, Donna Lee, are friends. And, um, and then just he's a very giving actor, you know, very generous. And so when we worked together, it was just, you know, very easy, easy to, to get into the roles. 
And as you mentioned, he's the one that that suggested you, right, yeah. for the for the for the role. Um, yeah. I was quite impressed with his with his performance and uh, the, the the strange chemistry <laughs> that was there between uh, the two of you in the in the leading roles. I, I hope you I hope both of you will do an, more films in the future together because well, I, think I, we will. I like. You think you will? I think we will because we have sort of a team going here. Like the 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 group that made this movie, um, Titus has a new script that he's working on, that we're all pulling together for. So, you know, that's that's the goal. You know, there's some well, directors who have a stable of actors that they work with, and um, and Titus, you know, is turning out to be like that. Well, I'm going to send uh, extra special good vibes that 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 happens in the future. Um, I just enjoyed this movie so much, and I I think it was uh, because of the uniqueness of the film and the message and, of course, the performances. But how is the – you've seen audiences at the, at the Soho Festival. You've seen how they responded to it. Tell me a little bit about uh, some of the things they said to you, or what their reactions were. Well, I love, I, of course, I love the Q and A's afterwards, and that's one of the great things about festivals. And actually, our world premiere was at the Busan Festival in South Korea, which oh, uh, was amazing. So that. three of us flew there um, for the film, and the, Doshin Pak was the uh, programmer who brought it, and he was he just loved the movie because he was a young father himself. And he just felt like it 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 told some part of the struggles or the the conflict that fathers have about the way they parent a young baby. Um, so he loved the movie, and the audiences both in uh, Korea and in New York ha- asked great questions. Like, let's see, like, well, I don't want to give too much away, but um, things like, why did Petra um, seduce Auden? And um, is she trying to change her past? And mm-hmm. uh, like that's such a wonderful question. Um, and, and so I think yes, she is. She's choosing who she is in this moment because she um, she's deciding what her past means to her. And the whole <laughs> it's interesting. Auden and I actually, I mean, um, Carrie and I have a disagreement, well, me and maybe even Titus, about who started it, okay? because who starts the relationship. Oh. Some people, I mean, who knows? The way the, the, you're right. The way the trailer is written, it sounds like she's kind of pushing it. But um, I personally th- feel that he says some things in their initial interview that make it clear that he is interested in her, and then she does the intellectual work, realizing that he will never make the first move because he's widowed, and so she does it. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. There were some signals. Exactly. And yeah. she says that later in the film. <laughs> she says uh, something well, like, don't use me. And he said, you assaulted me in the kitchen. <laughs> and she says, just because I initiated this rendezvous does not mean you did not woo my attraction or something like that. And yeah. uh, he says, I didn't woo you. And she says, "We'll see." And then we'll she, see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> right. 
Exactly. (laughs) The dialogue, it's just, it's priceless. It really is. I think that's a common couple thing, though, sometimes. Like, who made the first move? Was it you? Was it me? Who knows? You know, so it's one of those fun, (laughs) cute fights. Well, you probably had a lot of reaction about the... uh, uh, about the baby too, so that, I'm not the only one that uh, that was fell in love with with that baby. What's the baby's name? Her name is Briar. Uh, and Briar what a, what a doll. Yeah, Briar she is a darling. Heckle. Yes, she and her really... mom is Rochelle Chapman. Well, congratulations to them, <laughs> to all of them. Well, um, actually, there's now, a story in... to a certain extent because um, uh, do you want to hear? Yes. Um, because Titus wrote the film after um, his wife had their first child, um, Keegan, Tegan, and um, Tegan is a sweetheart. And his experience of being a dad uh, funneled right into the film. But and he thought oh. right into his script as he was writing it, and he was writing it as I said with Carrie in mind. But as he was doing drafts and drafts of the film, Keegan became too old for, to play the role of um, of Riley. That's the name of the baby in, in the film. Yeah. And when I came on board as a producer after we did a reading of it, and um, he made a short film, and um, and just we made an agreement to do this, we knew that. Um, they, 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 as a family, had knew that they were going to have more than one child, and so when um, Titus called me to tell him, you know, that that Rochelle was pregnant with her second child, we went into pre-production. Like we were like, okay, we have a baby, <laughs> let's do it. So um, she was it literally turned born. out perfect. Turned she was born, the perfect. born, for, born for the role. Yes. A perfect, perfect baby for the role. Mm-hmm. I just uh, think the audiences are, are going to enjoy this movie so so much, and um, I like the idea that you're involved as a, a, a producer. So she'll pro- you'll probably be doing that in the future too. But I wanted to make sure that we spent some time on your other project because it's such an uh, inspirational project, and I was wondering why you uh, created the Miracle in Rwanda one-woman show. What, uh, what motivated you to do that? Thank you so much for asking. I love this play. I get to do it again next month at the Women Playwrights International Conference. They've invited me there to Cape Town in South Africa to do it oh. and then suggested that we apply to the Grahamstown National Arts Festival, which is the largest arts festival in all of the continent of Africa. And we were accepted and not only accepted, but then they uh, invited us to me, <laughs> I mean, me and my stage manager, Gina Costigliola, because you can't, a one-woman show is not really a one-woman show. <laughs> if she doesn't call the lights, nothing's going to happen. Um, but anyway, so invited us to do the show on the main stage in um, at the National Arts Festival. So very exciting. I love doing the show. It is the story of Immaculée Ilibagiza, who survived the genocide by hiding in a three-foot-by-four-foot bathroom for 91 days with up to seven oh. other women and children, while outside up to a million Tutsis were being murdered um, in Rwanda over the course of those three months. And... What I love about this story, though, is that she turned that tiny bathroom into a monk's cell so that even though she lost 40, to 50, 40 pounds while she was in that room, she transformed herself by praying the rosary that her father gave her before he sent her off to hide. 
And she prayed mm. that rosary every moment of the day that she was awake as a choice so that she could focus her mind on something that was good instead of the killing that was happening outside. And so it transformed her because she meditated on the life of Jesus, like the historical Jesus, like whether people believe that he's the son of God or not. The fact is there was somebody that something happened that we're still talking about him today. And so when she meditated on his life, it made her realize you have to forgive. You have to, if you focus on the divinity within, you can no longer hate anyone. So when she came out and found out that her entire immediate family that was in Rwanda was dead, she actually had the, the presence, the, the, the grace to forgive a killer who, actually, who cut down her mother. Um, oh. She forgave him in person, in the prison, and now has gone on to live an incredible life. She lives in New York now. She has two beautiful children, and she lectures, lectures around the world about love and forgiveness. And I heard her speak, and when I was hearing her story, I just thought, you know what, I want to tell that story. I'm going to write a one-person show about her. I'm going to play that role and tell this story. Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much for for doing that. I I just wish I could see it. Is, uh, is Are there any uh, video presentations of uh, Miracle in Rwanda? Well, you know what? A producer actually has just approached. We, um, we're in discussions about doing the film of the one-person show. And, Betty Jo, I'm actually doing a little prep version of it. In, oh, but you're in, you're in Colorado, so... Um, yes. But if, if anybody, but we have listeners everywhere. That so is tell, true. Tell, so, tell. if someone is interested in seeing it in New York, uh, we're going to be doing something. They can message me through my Facebook page, fb.com, um, Leslie Lewis, fb.com forward slash Leslie Lewis online, um, and message me there. And on June fifth, we're going to be doing a very small kind of warm up version of it before we go off to South Africa. Oh wow! Well, yes, we 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 also forgot to to tell listeners where they could find out more about with child and oh, the yes. time is going by so fast. Uh, <laughs> I, I it's just been so much uh, so enlightening and fun to talk with you. What yeah, where should our listeners go if they want to find out more about the with child movie? Well, people can go to also to our Facebook page fb.com forward slash with child movie. And um, like our Facebook page, that would be wonderful. And that's where all the updates will be about when we get distribution, about um, where the first, where the premieres will be. I, I really look forward to posting all that information. Great. Well, we'll certainly be be following you and uh, and uh, sending you uh, our very very best wishes. And I was wondering um, if you have anything else that you would like to add, any question uh, that you'd like to answer that I haven't asked. And uh, uh, we'll uh, certainly uh, be sure to uh, support your efforts, especially with the miracle in Rwanda and with child. So, so anything else you'd like to add before we, uh, we close the show? Well, I would just have a question for you, actually, Betty Jo. In the eight years of doing this, you know, this um, radio show, what has been your experience? Like, What would you say the best advice you'd have for filmmakers or um, would be based on all of these um, interviews that you've done? Well, I think the best thing is to have a good publicist. <laughs> and, well, and we to do. Bill with it. Is awesome. Like who? Like uh, like you? The advice that you were given early on, you know, stick with it. Don't give up. 
and uh, uh, make sure that the, you get the information out to a number of film critics so they can can help spread the word about the uh, about that wonderful wonderful movie. Well, I wanted um, to let you know, Leslie, that Cat Vecchioni, who hosts the World Talk Rock Show here on Blog Talk Radio, is also in the chat room, and Chucky's in love is in the chat room and of course Gail is still there and I want to thank the chatters for uh for being with us today but I uh I see that our time is almost up so here's a big shout out to you Leslie Lewis for being such a terrific guest today and special thanks to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support and to Nikki Starr who couldn't be here today for everything she does for our show as well as to Danny Dyer for her technical assistance and to our chatters and other listeners I hope everyone enjoyed the show I know I sure Before we go, I would like to recommend some other shows for you, dear listeners. Please, please, please check out Comedy Concepts, hosted by the hilarious Nancy Lombardo, right here on BTR every Monday and Friday morning at 1030 Eastern Time, as well as the Mom and Pop Shop Show, hosted by Mr. Showbiz himself, George Bettinger, over on Dreamstream Radio every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, don't forget all the diverse shows on the Wacko Network here on BTR. There's something for everybody in the Wacko wheelhouse. Please come back next time for, as Leslie mentioned, our eight years of movie fun anniversary party. Yes, indeed, folks. Time flies when you're having fun, and that's what happens here at Movie Addict Headquarters. In the meantime, don't forget to check out our film reviews, and my review of With Child is over at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. That's all for now, movie fans. So to put us in the mood for our anniversary bash coming up, here's Kenny Loggins to take us out with my favorite party song, which is, you guessed it, Footloose.